So, how often have y'all ridden through a desert on a horse with no name? Um, Only actually, once. Feel good to get out of the rain. Okay, I've done it in Mexico. If that counts, it was a desert. I wasn't a horse, and I don't remember its name. It probably yeah. did have a name. Well, in the desert, you can't remember their name. That's true. There ain't nobody what to give you no name. Oof. It's a sad existence. Um, for the horse or for me? Never mind. Don't answer that. Uh, kind of like. <laughs> Kind of like, shows you going to, boy. I don't know. Is it better or worse than listening to a trade? Uh, anything's better than listening to a trade, honestly. Hmm. I'd rather have that beer cheese that we just threw away. Oh, God. That thing was rough. So that now we have a... We'll get to it, but we've got a standard for our own personal hell. And welcome back, to everybody, to the, to the uh, Drunken Mustache Podcast. I'm Logan. Here with me today, we've got uh, Ozzy and Kevin. As always, how y'all doing today? Hello. Good, good. It's a work day. It's the first time recording on a work day, so uh, if we're a little less energized, it's probably better for you guys, honestly, but uh, you may hear that. Yeah, you haven't banged on the table yet. So Not yet. Just... Don't curse it. It's going to happen. <laughs> it's twice. destined to happen. <clears throat> no, I'm okay. It's Wednesday. I'm good. Can't complain. I mean, it is close to the holidays. Got some nice beer from the store to drink while yeah. we're doing this. So. That is true. We have plenty yeah. of beer. That's we always got, a We got Sierra nice Nevada thing. and Narwhal, so that's good. Shout out. By the way, Sierra Nevada does have a cool new site in North Carolina. So, so maybe, beer, maybe we need to tour that spot next time we do that. Next time we're all in Asheville. In yeah, let's hit it up. North Carolina. Uh, I'm actually going in two months, so there's that. I'm going in January, but right, good, it's a high one. To look for a venue. Hello. But uh, this week our actual brewery was uh, Bond Brothers. Bond Brothers in Cary, North Carolina, yeah. So this is a favorite spot of both of y'all. It was my first time going, but why don't y'all kind of give me some background? What's the big draw there other than the beer? Is it just the atmosphere? Is it uh, events? What, what What's the draw that y'all really like about Bond Brothers? I mean, the beer is always great. Every once in a while, you get a little off flavor, and I think it might just be from bad lines or either like a keg that has sat a little too long. Because I've met with the uh, the head brewer there before, and he is very meticulous and very knowledgeable about all things beer. You can ask him a simple question, and he will talk to you for thirty minutes about that question, nice. explaining everything to the nitty gritty for that. So he knows what he's doing. They make great beer. And the atmosphere is really cool. They have a nice outside area if it's okay for that. Um, they got games and stuff. And everyone seems to be pretty nice. It's never any uh, like really long lines. And their uh, food trucks are different than what I normally get yeah. around Raleigh. So it's a nice change up. I remember we had that uh, what barbecue... Uh, egg roll or whatever that was. Oh yeah, we had a barbecue. Oh, yeah, yeah was... you're right. Every time we go, it's a different food truck that I've never heard of. Never. Right. Every time I'm like, who the hell is this? This must be new. Nah, it's just they always have some variety. Yeah, La Farm goes out there, which is a killer uh, bakery. And I also will say what I noticed personally was the bar. I don't know if y'all felt that way about the bartender, but I was like. This guy's really talkative. He's getting me involved. It makes me want to like come back for more, you know, because he was he and I got talking college football, and I'm a huge college football fan. So I mean, we yeah got into it. I, I'm like any place where you got a good bartender like that, that, that makes it a lot easier to come back to. 
Yeah. And I guess kind of like with you with the Master Brewer, knowing those people, it makes it a lot easier to come back to. Yeah, the guy's super nice. I know we uh, we had a meeting there for the uh, Raleigh Homebrewers Association, and he kind of just set up, he closed off the entire like back room that they have back there for us. Oh, nice. And just sat and talked with us a little bit and toured us around. Uh, I will say the bartender was being responsible. He did deny someone who did not have their license while I was there. So while being a class act, he also was doing his job. Doing, so, actually doing his job, which yeah. how rare is that, you know? Yeah. Wait, during a Raleigh Brewers Association meeting? No, no, no. I was about to say, we I went. feel like most people that are the association members would probably be over we, 21, yeah. right? You kind of yeah, we to... all are. Oh, but, uh, yeah, he, um, this was when we went that day. <clears throat> oh, really? I didn't yep. see it. But, cool. anyway, so what beers did y'all have while you were there? I had, I believe it was the, it wasn't a stout, it was a milk... Milkshake. No, no, it was a it was a milkshake IPA. It was yeah. I was about to say center. it's an IPA. That was all right. Uh, I wasn't quite I wasn't quite sure what to think of it because I was expecting it to be sweeter, but really it was just because it had lactose in it. That was, was what made it. Yeah, lactose. Well, it's so with IPAs are already really bitter, so the sweetness doesn't really shine through unless you add like a buttload of lactose but it does affect the mouthfeel of it It makes it a lot thicker yeah so you might have picked that one up on that one yeah because it felt more like an ale than an ipa something like that yeah it was was a little bit more heavy than normal um and i'm trying to think what else i definitely i had what your uh wife had or no what your wife had sorry i have a fiance your he has a wife and a fiance Oh, okay. Well, there you go. Polygamy, polygamy is what the in crowd is into right now. Yeah, so. and killing yourself. Thank, thanks for that, Ozzy. <laughs> uh, anyway, but don't do that because mom would get upset. Yeah, um, you, we got what? too real. We got well, yeah, too... yeah. That went that went way too quick for this oh, lighthearted podcast. <laughs> oh, of course, <laughs> we haven't cursed yet, and I haven't banged the table. Sure. I banged your phone. Uh, so yeah, what did you have that second beer? It was the uh, it was the fruity a raspberry thing. Raspberry. There was a raspberry uh, sour, right? Yeah, that was. They had, the it was the same day that they had the raspberry uh, variant. So it was a, that was actually very good in my there's, opinion. There's like I would say two to three things that Bond Brothers is really known for. One of them's IPAs, the other one's sours, and they have a couple other like stouts and really high gravity things throw in, but. The most, the majority of their lineup is going to be like three or four IPAs, probably <laughs> four or probably four different sours that they have going on. And it's sometimes it's the same base stock that they have for their sour, and then they add fruit to it, fruit combinations that they think are going to be really good, and usually they are. So, as a brewer, uh, you've got maybe more knowledge of this than most other people. Do most beers like at breweries use the same stock, or how does that work? It's it really depends on the brewer and what they're going for because I know I've had a little tasting with Wicked Weed before and they basically ha- they do the stocks they have like a farmhouse stock and they have a sour stock and then they just add like fruit stuff to it. Okay. I do not know how they do it up there at Bond Brothers. Um, all I know is that they have a bunch of different types of stuff and they're all named the same thing so they're mm-hmm. all sorcery or whatever. Yeah, but they're all different flavors. So I'm assuming they use pretty much the same base. Right. They kind of cater it to whatever fruits are going to go into it. Because I know he's probably 
tweaking it a little bit to accentuate some of those fruit flavors. Well, and I think that's where you get the more consistent stuff, where we talk, whereas we talk about some of these other places like Pony Saurus, where they get really experimental, maybe not so much with the same uh, base or stock. Yeah. They, but, uh, I know Bond Brothers has a lot of variety, and, but he really knows what he's doing. And I may have had like the one like off flavor every once in a while that I get, but I think I really think it's just because old kegs and old lines are in there. You I don't think they anywhere. I mean, yeah, you, I've had it in several couple, places, but... like Raleigh Brewing Company. I get with the Walter oh, every yeah. once in a while. Oh yeah. But usually the ones at Bond Brothers still are good, so I can. It's yeah, not I mean, like a reject beer at all still. So. Well, I mean, what what were your favorite beers and like what do you recommend if there's somebody going there? I mean, obviously the IPAs and the sours. I think that's what yeah. you were about to hype up. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so. I would say if you're going there for the first time, try the local. That's their flagship uh, IPA. I had had it before, so I didn't get it on this trip. I had a double IPA that was really nice, and then I had a Belgian uh, quadruple. And oh, that one was good. I had a sample of that. That was fantastic. Yeah, yeah it's. I mean, it's a quadruple, so it's a little sweeter, high gravity, uh, higher, or a more thicker mouthfeel. I've had last year. I think they had a a, fig, a sugar fig double or something like that. Yeah, they usually knock a lot of those out of the park. I've had a lot of their beers when I go, and then it's just all of them are really good beers. Okay. Now, Ozzy, I know you've got a little less beer experience. Did what was your favorite? Let's see. Uh, I had the well, the two I can remember. I had the variants, which were the stouts, and the variant. That I had the first variant I had was the raspberry chocolate variant, raspberry vanilla, raspberry vanilla. Yeah. That was actually really delicious. It had like a tarty taste to it, but it still had that heavy feel of a of a stout. So <clears throat> I was a huge fan of that, and that was the same day they had the raspberry uh, sour. I think that's what it was, or the sorcerer. The sorcerer. Yeah. So they were doing a raspberry thing that day. Me and my wife actually ended up getting the the two different styles of raspberry, but it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. And then I ended up, the the next time we went, because we went twice, I ended up getting the, what was it, the ghost pepper? Oh, and the ginger reaper. The ginger reaper, excuse me. The yeah, ginger I reaper saw variant. that. It was actually really good as yeah, well. It, it was, was uh, I didn't have the balls to get it, but I was and like, And honestly, like they say, they always say, I mean, I've had a couple IPAs that have like jalapeno infused into them, and I'm not a fan. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, when I feel like I'm getting strep throat from drinking a beer, that is the worst fucking taste or it. feeling in the world. Like well, I don't, I don't yeah. want to drink and feel like I'm getting sick. But this was actually really well done. It, I didn't feel that throat. Uh, like like scratch feel. I had it had like a nice tingle to it, and then at the same time I got I got that you know that yeah. niceness of a stout you know thick and you know a yeah. little sweet not too oversweet. Usually uh, I draw but, the line at heat to like uh, you know the Stone Chaco Vesa where they oh, got I like that one. yeah that one's kind of where I draw the line at heat. If it gets much hotter than that I don't want it. But There's heat in that one? Eh, a little bit because yeah. it's a spicy it's a spicy it's supposed to be like hot chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Oh, and I also picked up the good amount of ginger, surprisingly. It was yeah. it was really good. I actually liked both of those variants. Um, I did have the IPA there. I can't remember if I had the... Uh, I think I did try the local. I mean, I'm sure you've had a local before. Yeah. I know I have. I've only it's been a handful good. of times because, I mean, Kevin was actually the one that got me on to it because he was like, we, we met up there one day, and I was like, I've never been here because it's on the opposite side of where I live, uh, of Raleigh. And I, I love it. I mean, I will drive out there 20 to 30 minutes just to... Go get some of their beers. I like their venue. They're 
You know, it's nice out there. They've got TVs for football if you're there on the weekends. Yeah, I was kind of worried when I drove out there because uh, the way I come, it makes you kind of go past, like, this weird trailer park area. And I was like, are yeah. they trying to get me stabbed? Like, is this what that it's is? Where it's cheap. It's yeah. a joke. Um, actually, funny story for my first Bond Brothers beer, I had it. And it was, um, they had used, uh, I think it's called Monk's Hand. It's that citrus fruit that looks like it's got fingers. Oh, it looks really weird. Yeah, what yeah, the hell? Yeah. But they had used it in IPA. And I tasted it, man. It was terrible. This was at a different bar. And I was like, nah, I'm out. And then I saw someone else order the same beer. The keg had kicked. So I was like, maybe I just got the nasty last beer out of this one. And I'd always been skeptical of trying Bond Brothers beer again. And then one day, uh, some friends were going out there because they looked closer to Carrie. And uh, I tried it. I'm like, Oh yeah, all right. This completely redeems whatever I just had because it was just an old, old keg. So yeah. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad it turned you around because I, I really like that place. I mean, unlike Ozzy, I don't know that I'm gonna drive all the way out there to do it, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. Like if I had a bunch of friends going, I yeah. I would totally be down to go. It's much yeah. closer to me. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's not too far away, uh, comparatively speaking. For me, it's like a, about a 20, 25-minute drive. But it's, it's yeah, I wouldn't go if I was just going by myself. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, if, that uh, makes sense. Yeah, but if I had friends, totally go. Yeah, so I'd say it's a pretty good place. I, I really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not even a huge IPA fan, but the IPAs I had were very good. So I, I really yep. enjoyed it. Yeah. He definitely knows what he's doing. Well, that's always a plus. Yeah. Now... Let's talk about something we didn't enjoy. Uh, yeah, baby. A Treyu. So, <laughs> I didn't even, re- I don't even remember the name of this album, honestly. I'm uh, trying. I'm, oh, shit. I don't either. I'm trying my best to forget everything about this album. Something gold? No, there's a song called Golden House. Oh. Or House of Gold. One and done. Um, but Skip. yeah, here's a quick. I think the album was uh, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Here's here's a quick sample of y'all's favorite song off the album, Blind, <laughs> Deaf, and Dumb. That's so bad. called in our wake oh in our wake yeah so that was a song called blind deaf and dumb and they're pretty much talking about their entire fan base because to like a trailer you have to be blind deaf and dumb i i feel bad i was the one who picked this album Um, (laughs) i remember because you you were like you were kind of hyped because like oh i remember listening to trey back in the day back when i was was like i really want to see what it's like now and then we realized the error of our ways yeah kind of were like man i was real cringy back in the day baby Oh, okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go out of my way to defend, but I'm just saying I did like their old music. It wasn't. I don't remember it being nearly as butt rocky, but I am also worried that I'm gonna go back and listen to it and then be like, oh, oh dear God. Maybe I do like butt rock. Just leave it in the past and with the fond memories that don't go back. Yeah, don't. don't Well, no. I mean, there was this one song. uh, I think it's called like "Becoming the Bull" that I really liked that they did. I don't know where I heard the song from, but this is way back in the day, too. And I was like, oh, this is nice. This is a, you know, good, it felt metal, kind of like, you know, a little bit emo core, but, you know, 
it definitely they this album was a little bit more butt rocky because whenever I listen to it, I'm like, this is not what I expected. Well, and that's the album that I like. Becoming the Bull, um, uh, Back of Your Head, all that kind of stuff. They have a whole album. That whole album is very good. Okay. Uh, and I haven't really followed them since then. That was why I got excited. I was like, oh shit, I can find out how good they are, what the what's happened. And it, they are bad. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I can call this album butt rocky. Like we've talked about before, it, it feels like they tried to either imitate or go different directions on almost every song and fall short of what they were going to try to do every time. Like, they, there's one song that sounds like Sum 41 tried to do metal. Mm, like, yeah. that's not how you, it's not, it's not going to work. Don't try it. Well, so the, what I thought of when I was listening to this album, and I, I really struggled to get through this album. I'm not sure if it was be embarrassment over choosing it or if it was just like, it was really hard to listen to. But, both. Yeah, combination of the two. Um, but what I thought of is we talked about this with Alice in Chains and we talked about this. Well, I've talked about this with, uh, my friend TG earlier on the podcast with, uh, Mastodon where certain out, certain bands get the right after being around long enough to just be like, this is our sound. Uh, we don't have to get too creative with it. We're just going to rehash what we already did and make new music feels like a tray you tried to do that but then they just got lazy and they're like no we can just make a bunch of bullshit up and like they, throw they, it out there they phoned it in on every yeah, single type uh, every, of genre they tried to do it's crazy i i was shocked like the lyrics are bad the music is bleh and i just i struggled to find a high point which i've even on albums like godsmack and stuff like that where i'm like you know, this is butt rock. I get it, but I can find high points usually with the lyrics or something. Or like a riff, like you can like sit there. Yeah. And go, okay, this riff isn't bad, even though it is butt rocky. Like, I get you with that because like there is nothing that stuck out to this of this album to me at I, all besides negative ends for me. I mean, whatever. If you like this, that's fine. But like this, like the guitar riffs weren't any anything you know crazy, exciting, eccentric, whatever. And not, the lyrics, like you yeah. said, they were they were kind of bad. They were they were just kind of. It felt like a middle school emo core band, and maybe, like you said, that's their genre. That's what they do, uh, and they didn't want to branch out from that, and that's what we got. But it felt like there was some punk in there somehow. Well, I will say that there was. Uh, I haven't listened to a lot of Atreyu, but there were some punk heavy influenced songs, and that was actually one of my favorite songs on there. That I will say wasn't bad when Other I listened to it. But yeah, no, that's not no. I think it was like nothing will ever change, or the time is now. I'm looking at the track list. I can't remember just because it all ran together like a mess. But this song was straight punk, and it was just hard driving, straight to your face. Like it didn't have anything special. The bridge was straightforward too, and that was honestly my favorite song. It, it was, it was nothing special, but it was the song I would go back and actually listen to. Well, this this album made me feel bad for their fans because, as Kevin pointed out, I feel like they just phoned it in on everything. And they're just like, oh yeah, our fans are going to buy it anyway, so who cares? And I'm like, that that is the worst mentality to have as a band. Like, at least have fun with something. I like, mean, you don't know, maybe they thought that this was exciting and new because they're trying to branch out. But uh, I'm just going off what it felt like. I mean, like, they, it didn't even seem like they were that... I don't want to say that because, again, I don't know what's going through their head. But 
based on what I'm hearing out of the lyrics, yeah. it didn't seem like they were that excited about what was going on back there. They were just kind of putting shit out there. Ah. Hey, I broke I broke vegan edge on the cursing, Ozzy. So you can curse. As I much already as you already cursed as soon uh, as we started uh, talking about okay. Treyu. So, well, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I I I'll agree with everything you said. I, there's just nothing I liked about the album. It was, you know, was it terrible? No, I mean, they're Treyu. They played what they did. You know, the the musicianship isn't bad. I would say. I mean, it, it sounded okay. I well, mean, uh, but like, it's like eating that beer cheese. I'll eat it, but I don't really want it. No, I don't think so. I, I mean, like, I wouldn't eat that beer cheese. Don't, don't give me that. It's I in mean, the trash. Like, I would, I would give this like a three. Like, I don't even want to listen to this. Like, I struggled to get through this album. Yeah, and and like yeah. I, like I, let's, I don't let's, like, I don't like when a see when an album deters me from actually finishing it. Like, I want to be able to finish an album, even if there's low lights to it. You know, I, there should at least be something good where I'm like, you know, that was good in that regards, and there was not much to that. Well, okay, to give you an idea, I, like I don't rate albums anymore the only i used to do it on the older reviews when i would do it with tg but with you guys i don't do that because it's a different thing worst album though that i could compare this to was the old the union of the u2 album oh, the, the one that you got free on your iphone yeah that we got pissed oh off i never listened to that that, on the iPhone. that is yeah. that is the one i would compare this to where i was just like why what the hell i don't understand but yeah anyway kevin i'll let you have the last thought if you want it you got any other things to add Nah, I think about that album as much as I think of Trey you did. Oh, ouch! Damn. Don't sponsor us. It's okay. <laughs> Don't sue us either. That'd be great. And it turns out Bond Brothers loves a Trey you, and we're like, Ooh, fuck. I, I've, I never jump, their, I've never heard of their. I've never heard of their music so. at at Bond Brothers. Uh, I'm gonna go yeah. say that these people that you know own Bond Brothers are at least 30 years old and don't listen to Trey. I'm gonna so. let you know right now. I don't think that three people's opinion are gonna change either their beer or their music taste. Yeah, that's fair. This album could definitely change your music taste, though. Oof. I don't know. It, it was it was a little rough. I don't know. I feel like this is what they listen to. You know, they blast this while they're torturing people in Guantanamo. Yeah, that sounds Oof. right. I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna go. We're we're time. stretch. We're stretching for time. Anyway, all right. So next up, let's talk about Cat Power. Uh, here's a quick sample of her album Wanderer. It, it is Wanderer. Right? Wanderer, yeah, correct. And that's uh, Cat Power's Woman off the album Wanderer. Uh, and, uh, so... It was pretty okay. Yeah, that's that's kind of my feeling on it. It wasn't fantastic, but it was pretty good. It was decent. It's just, I think for that album, she has a very specific style, which I think she stuck to throughout the entire thing. I think, I guess, she did it well. Because I, I mean, I enjoyed it. For the most part, uh, but I just don't think that style of music is for me. But everything was there. I mean, in terms of like pace and you know lyrics and things like that, they're all there. And I think it was overall a good album. If that's 
your kind of music. So y'all kept calling it sadcore. I guess the uh, way I, that Googled was a genre it, that we go- whenever we Googled uh, Cat Power because we never heard of her, and this wasn't something that we just saw this as a release somewhere on a list somewhere, and we were like, let's do that. Cat Power sounds hilarious. Let's do it. And we were <laughs> yeah, definitely surprised. That, yeah, exactly. We were definitely surprised with what we got, and when we kind of you know did a little research on Cat Power, it said it was sadcore, and I was like, okay, never heard of this. This is gonna be awesome. So what um, it what it actually reminded me of, and I don't know if y'all get this reference or not. Uh, you know those movies where they got everybody's like in an underground lounge, and they got the person on spotlight doing like the uh, well, um, the the spotlight the spotlight stage, and they're reading the poems and stuff, and everyone snaps. Oh yeah, yeah, that's exactly how the I felt. Underground poetry. That's how I felt listening to this. Album. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I can I can right. definitely see that for sure. It was definitely a, a very introspective kind of. Album. Well, um, and she, the lyrics were very much like, I'm going to say a bunch of bullshit and they mean something deep to me, but really they mean absolutely fucking nothing. Well, like, I mean, you could argue that with anything, honestly. Yeah, I don't right? know. We, we somebody, somebody saw the listen to the In Our Wake album by Atreyu and said, yeah, this means so much to me. So, uh, all right, sure. And, Some, and somewhere to, out there, to compare it to that, it, the Atreyu album, unlike that one where I thought, I didn't have any highlights and I didn't like it. This one, I had good highlights. I mean, I also didn't really enjoy it, kind of like you guys. I'm on the same page where it wasn't my style or my cup of tea in any way. And I really wanted to nod off to sleep because it was so slow. That, that was my thought. But you boy. can see what she was going but for. But I see what she was going for and I really enjoyed parts of it. And musically, she, she sings beautifully. Like, I think she sings really well. Yeah. A lot of her music, like, where she kind of went with the song was was great. Like that woman is my favorite song on that album, and it was just it had like a bluesy kind of rocky feel to it, and the singing was great. She had Lana Del Rey on it, so that added to it as well. So um, I think there were a lot of highlights on this album, but again, like you guys had already said, it wasn't my cup of tea at all. It was it was also a rough one because it had some very bad lowlights, and I'll get to that. But I will say. I think the good thing about her singing is she knows it's not like with Ariana Grande that we listened to last week where it's like she's got a great vocal range. She knows where her range is. She hits it. She stays there. And I'm like, I can respect that, you know. And it sounds good. That's the bottom line. Um, But I will say this is a great album for you to fall asleep to. I don't mean that as an insult. I mean that as like legit – this is a great album to listen to and just sleep, go nod off to. Or even just to listen to. I mean, it, it's something that, you know, not a lot of people kind of do because most people listen to music either at work or on the way to doing something when they're working out in the car. But we put this on, me and my wife just sat down in the living room after, I think, having dinner. And she was like either doing homework or schoolwork or something like that. And I just sat there and listened to this album, and it wasn't bad. It was that's where I appreciated the most, where I just sat down and listened to it, and wasn't doing something busy and having my mind be super active. It was the best at, in that kind of scenario. So yeah, nodding off to sleep or relaxing and just listening yeah. to music, that was great. And that's where a lot of the things kind of came through to me. And I was like, this is really good. Yeah, now, I can see where it's relaxing. Just it's kind of got that slow, <clears throat> easy feel to it. Yeah. That you're not in in your face. Like someone's not screaming at you. It's not getting your heart pumping. It's not all ultra bassy or anything. Yeah, like. Oh yeah, it was very soothing and smooth at the same time. Yeah. Um, but even with that, there were songs on there where I had to skip. Like I could not get through because they were so slow and so just dragging that I was like, I there's nothing I can do to make this 
enjoyable for me, so I, I definitely skipped. Well, and that's what I meant by low lights is there yeah. were some songs that were uh, uh, openly I was just like I dislike this. I was I was straight up offended by the cover of Stay. Uh, we talked oh, about this a little bit, but it was just it was bad. Yeah, like, the, the Stay song by uh, it's by Rihanna, and she did it. It was a radio hit. So I'm pretty sure if anyone listened to this cover would know exactly what song it was. And I'm with you. It was. It doesn't fit the genre it, that she's going for. I mean, it didn't even feel like she met up. So usually when you're doing a cover, there's something that's like symbolically, like other than the lyrics that matches up. She didn't match the tempo. She didn't match the music. It was just. Ugh. It, it seemed. Yeah, it did seem off because like the how slow I guess her songs are. Is that I felt like it was ending on like an upbeat sometimes. Like she's trying to fit in all the lyrics, but her tempo's off, so it doesn't feel right. I'm feeling like I'm either wanting more or like you fell behind during the thing. Well, and it's also kind of like I, I guess I get this as a cover because I'm like I, in my head there's a way it should go, and I'm like this song is so dragged out. Well, yeah, that's oh, that's the thing. Fuck. Like there's there's always you know good things with covers because you can put your own influence on it or you could literally just cover it exactly the way you want it the way the song was made but with this one stay to begin with by rihanna is just not really that great it's kind of it's a ballad so it's slow and there's piano but at least the piano kind of drags you in and keeps you in there and rihanna sings sure sings well but with this one when she covered it she took out the piano it was really bare bones and it was really just about the singing and then, and even, first of all, Stay is not the kind of song where I want to listen to someone sing, you know, well, passionately. And, it, and with no no piano or instruments really to carry me through the song, I, I really just wanted to skip it immediately. It was more boring than the original. Well, I think that was the one I skipped earlier. Yeah, yeah like, even it was though, just like, no, nah, like, I've I'm heard good. this one before and this isn't good. Yeah. Even, even her singing was just, it didn't, it didn't match the style of the song. Yeah, it was. My favorite yeah. one's like, because I know y'all kind of skipped it, but I was like... The way she was, because I was like, I want you to stay. There's a sequence to that. It's like, I want you to stay. And she goes, I want you to stay. I'm like, oh, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Just sing the damn song. Yeah, it's like she's, like I said, she's drawing it out so much that where she's having to pause and put words on random beats just to get the lyrics in. But it's not a full sentence. Like, I want you to stay. Like, yeah. I want this whole thing so she's pausing when it feels well, convenient too. to her I well, want you to stay and that's definitely to add emphasis or emotion to the song which I think did not work because again it's, it's the song is it's not it's, it's straightforward it's not really that creative so she tried to make it as emotional as and as you know I guess as powerful as possible, but I don't think it really played out that well yeah or also the I think the line that stood out to me was the like I don't know, because in the regular song, there's I don't know how to feel about something in the way you move. And it was like, I don't know how to feel about it. Something in the way you move. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh, that yeah. definitely gives me a, uh, a, Sorry. A, a scene kid in a uh, coffee place reading a poem. And kind of like emphasizing different, and having like different inflections in the words and like... Got the beret on. And oh, got the beret for the, sure. The long cigarette. Oh, sorry, sticks. no, that's the wrong group. I was, I was thinking of the sharks and the jets. Yeah, way off. Okay. Anyway. So yeah, now that was um, 
I mean, I, I do feel like there are some songs on here. I will listen to Woman every day. Like that, that I really like that song. And there were songs on here that I that I enjoyed listening to. A lot of it kind of ran together because of the tempo of the album. Like you said, it was a little dragging at times. Um, and there were songs that kind of the album felt really long. When I think about it, when I sat down to listen to it, it's only eleven tracks, but it felt really long. Oh no, it drags. It drags. I rewatched this one the other day. Uh, I watched. Yes, I watched these. Nice, dude. These that's audio. hey, man. There is an actual like condition where you can see. Yeah, is that what it's called? Where you can see like it mixes things, your colors, feel colors, senses like together. Well, you can also do other things, and like it can change hearing and the taste too. It yes. doesn't have to be you see colors and stuff when you hear music. I do not want yeah. to taste it to you. I'm good. I'm not gonna. Not gonna, <laughs> not gonna lie. I uh, I heard it on the radio this morning driving in. They were talking about somebody who would. Just hearing music, and they could taste from it. They said they listened to uh, Adele. Mm-hmm. Um, what's that song? Hello. Hello. Yeah. yeah. He's like it, it. He said it tasted like rubber bands and like whipped cream or something weird like that. Ugh. Like, you know, like it didn't make any sense. It's not the way you would like. Oh, this is you know a smooth it, velvety song. It doesn't taste like that. It, it tastes like rubber bands, baby. Shit. Damn. But, uh, but uh, point. What's what's the point? I'm sorry. What we were just d- sidetracking about how you can he said that he watched this like, the other yeah, day it was, it was, and I, like, I misspoke and then we went off on this. Oh, uh, I thought you could really taste the song. Damn it! <laughs> really taste it? Yeah, we're tasting beer and no, listening to music, not listening to beer. You and I was usually vomit. Ooh, ooh, damn! Low blows. <laughs> anyway, you said you rewatched this. Oh we're, yeah, and you know I liked it because I was just kind of in a relaxing mood. And uh, it was just kind of playing. I was kind of, you know, enjoying it, scrolling through the web and things like that. You know, surfing the old interwebs. And, you know, I just, I liked, I liked it. It's yeah. a, I picked this as a troll CD just because, who's Cat Power? Sadcore? I want that sure. one. But with that, you ended up making me a fan because she did something, I mean, it's not normal. It's not something you put on the radio. It's good. It's something that if she put out another album, I'd be interested to see what she would do. Yeah. Because I know she would do a cover of a random ass pop song and either it could be really bad or she could have a feature with Lana Del Rey and it'll be really good. So. Well, I will say there's like, there are times when I'm in a certain mood where I, I would probably be like, yeah, I'd like listening to this. Yeah. I don't know that it's... It's definitely not everyday kind of music. Yeah. No, I'm not uh, really feeling the whole uh, sadcore kind of thing. But, yeah. I mean, I can see how if I'm in a certain mood or if I need to go to sleep, I could definitely listen to this. So, yeah. I, I really... I was surprised. I liked it. I wouldn't say I liked it as much as 21 Pilots, but I definitely yeah. liked it. I will tell you, the first time I did listen to it, I was very turned off. So, But nice you, you just kind of give them a chance. I tried, but I then I also <laughs> got, on the, and got in there. Um, so... Do you want to give us the quick introduction before I play a sample of Twenty One Pilots? Because really, you're the one who. Wait, no, Ozzy no, picked I this picked out. it. Yeah. Oh my god. So I picked it because, um, I think Twenty One Pilots are really overhyped. I mean, I've always thought that they're good, but they're nothing super special. And when they came out with their biggest commercial hit, which was uh, "Tearing My Heart" or something like that, right? Um, I thought it was. Uh, I think it was one before that. The was gold, it? Was it House of House? Gold? Yeah, House of Gold. That one was came it? out before Tear in My Heart, and there was one before that. 
There was one before that? I don't but it was Blurry that. Face that put them on yeah, the map. It was map. all Blurry Face. It was Blurry Face, the album that put them it, on the map. They, and their CD before that, I don't think I ever got any radio. Oh, that one's good. Now. And my wife, I, when, you know, everyone kind of got into them, you know, I heard them and I'm like, okay, this is cool. But yeah, it was nothing like right? super hype. Like, I was just like, okay, there's just these two guys making music. And I think the biggest thing with them is that they have a lot of meaning to their music. But we decided to, or I decided to pick their newest album, which is called Trench. Um, and I didn't even know they were coming out with it. They had like one song on the radio, and I actually really enjoyed that song, but uh, I was actually looking forward to see if they could make, continue to make good music, or if it was kind of like a, oh, their hype is over kind of thing. Yeah, if you were going to tell me that I would like 21 Pilots uh, before I picked this, uh, I would have been shocked. But well, here's, a, here's a quick sample before we continue of 21 Pilots, My Blood, off their new album, Trench. So, Kevin, I'm sorry, I kind of interrupted you. you what were you going to say? Well, I, I was going to say that, uh, I guess this is a, a decent segue. Their album, Blurry Face, um, they, I mean, their lyrics are pretty down, to be honest with you. They do bring up uh, depression, not wanting to be alive. Oh, this is sad core. Quite, this is sad core. Quite a bit in Blurry Face. There's a lot which is of why drug addiction. I, to go back yeah. to Ozzy's previous statement at the very beginning of this is that it's it's a meme to want to kill yourself, I guess. So it, oh, yeah, that's go, why go, it got go. traction. Um, <laughs> that is true. I mean, it, they do talk a lot about, I guess, mental mental health and you know suicide, kind of like you said. I think there's an overlying theme to all their albums, and I don't know whether they suffer from it or not, but... They do bring it up quite a bit in, within the story that they kind of lay out on this album. Yeah, I don't even yeah, know about mental health. I mean, I, everything I heard was very much a lot of drugs, a lot of depression, a lot of sadness. I didn't hear much about well, like depression being talk, mental illness. talking with people, you know. I don't know. But yeah, they were definitely going through a lot when they wrote this album. Or yeah, were, and that's the thing. I don't know enough about uh, them personally or through the media to know what they've gone through, I think they're pretty big about you know not being too like all over the place, uh, like you know in social media and stuff like that. But uh, I think that's what the biggest attraction to them is that people kind of latch on. I have some friends that through social media that love them because I guess they can relate to some of their music because they may suffer from mental illness in some way, mm. or they know people who do and they can somewhat relate to the music and i think that's that's good that's powerful that's the whole point of music really and and it kind of gets you talking about it too yeah right? and that, i think with that's a big point with them too you know has depression or something like that it's always not me though it's always good to talk about it i mean some people sometimes feel like they don't have anywhere that they can turn mm -hmm. they feel like they're all alone and really talking about it can yeah. do a lot for it so I mean, in that kind of sense, it helps out a lot. Or even just listening to it. I mean, you, you may not have to talk about it, but, yeah. you know, just hearing that somebody else has that same issue or that somebody else has, you know, hard times just like you, just even in a song or, you know, an album can help people. And I think that's that's good that they're, you know, they're still sticking to that. And even outside of that, that they did, you know, that they talked about this, the music was great. 
So to segue into that, like, I thoroughly enjoy this album from front to back. Like, I this is definitely my favorite of the three. Um, I, you know, I still think they're overhyped. You know, they're nothing like super grand, but they make good music, and that's all that matters at the end of the day. For me, it's something that I would listen to again. Yeah. Well, um, for someone who, as someone who do, deals with mental issues, I like personally. I actually kind of related a lot with a lot of the lyrics. Uh, I bring up the pills uh, topic, but that was like, yeah, that was something I was like, oh man, they they are actually talking about something that I can relate to as far as, you know, you always feel like you're on some kind of medication to deal with whatever this issue is. And it's like, and it's not, it's either not helping or it's, it's helping, but you're just shoveling pills in your mouth. It's crazy. So yeah, that was always an interesting one that was uh, kind of fascinating to me, but yeah. There's a lot there's a lot to take in with this album. I think that was the big thing for me is there's a lot of different angles. There's a lot you can take away. As far as the music itself goes, I think the the album kind of started with a Silver Sun pickups vibe where it had a heavy bass line and it had a good feel to it. And then it kind of turned into the gorillas um, throughout. It was where a lot of the songs felt like I was listening to kind of like a good basic drum line with a very relaxing harmony kind of in the background with some very i'm trying to think of the proper term uh meta lyric i don't know know. huh that's so meta yeah it's meta it's meta no i definitely i agree that um, I, they definitely had a lot of variety on this album because almost, I think I can think of almost every other song that I listened to on this album. I thought of a different band, whether it was Silver Sun Pickups, whether it was MGMT, whether it was um, somebody like Portugal the Man, or little things like that. They were just kind of all over the place with sound, but they made it work well they throughout didn't phone the album. It in. What? They As did we not talked phone about it in. earlier so with a different person on this. They clearly review. going from the last album. I think they went in a better direction. They, I think they improved. I think they, as a whole, like they had better music, um, and the, their lyrics were kind of still the same, you know. Well, but and they clearly put, good. as Kevin was pointing out, they clearly put a ton of thought into every single song. Well, even so, more, they they have like a whole story. Yeah, that's what I was about to we, say. Like, they, I was like looking it up because I heard like two songs and they talked about their jumpsuit and I'm like. Is this something yeah, what like the hell's a jump that I don't yeah, know yeah, what he's yeah. talking about? So we like looked it up. And like, I know all the memes. Oh, there's this whole like story, whole story that and even connects back to Glory to Face. Again, after that, I was like, oh, I see what's going on in all of this. I mean, I wasn't gonna pick it up by myself because yeah. yeah, we we Kevin and I we literally just looked it up on like Genius Lyrics and we're like, oh, so this is what this means. Every song tied back to the story, which was kind of an underlying kind of mental so, issue, yeah. depression so kind I of didn't know allegory. Do y'all yeah. want to give it a quick summary? Uh, nope. Uh, let me see if I can remember. They're I like think it was caged by like these like priests or something. Yeah, like so there's that? like nine priests. Nico and, and the Niners. And Nico and the Niners. And they control a an area which is uh, surrounded by walls and the people inside are kind of like controlled and I think it kind of goes back to, you know, you're being controlled by your mental illness. You know, you're uh, not being able to okay. get out of what, you, what you're trying to do. The sun comes up. That's the... Uh, yeah, there's like a, there's like a group. Is up. The Banditos. The Banditos are like the good guys because there's a song called Banditos. Yeah. And they have a saying that goes, um, East is up, which means 
uh, go towards the east because yeah, the that's where the sun's up. coming up, kind of like symbolizing that there's another day. Yeah. You know, there's always another day. Okay. So, you know, there's this huge story that, you know, at first I was like, okay, like what are they trying to get at? But when I read more into it, we kind of delve yeah. into it. It goes back to Blurry Face and it kind of all ties together. And I thought it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's cool when you add a little bit more to your lyrics and to your music than just a, you know, a single kind of story in each song. This kind of like ties together, so... I was pleasantly surprised because what I remember from 21 Pilots was their first album and really the only thing off of that one was uh, Forest, maybe? Yeah, there wasn't a lot off that. I didn't really like any of the music so I kind of got turned off. This album turned my perspective around. I'm kind of like, do I need to go back and listen to the second album now? I did like Blurry Face a lot. Oh, yeah. It, it, I would say it competes with this album but... Um... This one, yeah, this one's more of a big picture taking the entire album. The other one's kind of like incidents of each song. Mm, gotcha. I, could definitely, I could definitely see that. I feel like I remember individual things about the last album. And I think yep. it's because they had more hits, they were bigger. Because I feel like this this album, I don't know, I mean, I don't, I feel like this wasn't as hyped as their last one. I feel like whenever Blurry Face dropped and they had like, they like blew up. Maybe it's because they blew up and that's when they blew yeah, up. That's when, that's when you know, it, it got big, so... Maybe that's why there's more hype back then, but I still think this deserves just as much hype. And I I remember last year, Kevin was going to go, he ended up going yeah, to I the win. tour to go see them in Raleigh, and he's like, are you going to go? And I was like, yeah, I'll go. But at the same time, I wasn't too hype about them, so I ended up not going. I ended up missing out. But now, you know, if someone said, hey, we're going to go see 21 Pilots, I would go because well, of this album. Because they, like, book, like... Yeah, they're already sold out, out because yeah. of this album. Yeah. They're, they're sold out. Yeah, but it was, it was I would go see concert. them. If you guys want to send me some tickets, I'll be there. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm definitely... Uh, Hyping up this album. It was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, which is... I, I was surprised. I give, given my tastes in heavy metal, I was like... I was not expecting to like this album. And it was very good. I was surprised. Yeah. Not on this album, but even their song that went with an awful movie was still pretty good. Heathens? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they played that on the radio the other day. I was like, why would you play this song when My Blood and um, Jumpsuit is so much better? But... Yeah, chlorine, man. Chlorine. chlorine. Oh, yeah. So, like, some of the highlights on this album, there was one song called my favorite song was Chlorine, I think. And Nico and the Niners is pretty good. Now yeah. that I think about it. Sure, those but are my chlorine, favorites. chlorine was good because it was like a really weird. It had like a almost like a kind of like a what is it, like a beachy Xylophone. vibe. Yeah, I feel like they could have used still drums the, in there. Maybe drum. there is still drums. I feel like I'm it, not thinking that at oh, all. Oh, really? I had a feel. I had a feel when he was singing that East is up. That part right there, like he could, you could definitely use still drums in there. You see, I move more towards the electronic side. See, and they also have that, like the do do like sipping on Okay, but that's that's the other part of the song. So that was cool because they had like two layers to that song, and it also had like a really weird bridge where he's just kind of like moaning and things like that, or someone is. And I was like, okay, I can skip this part, but the the actual like the the main song, the main chorus says sipping on straight chlorine, which you know, it's very cold. Yeah, I don't, you, you actually it. can't do that, but um, negative thirty temperature. something degrees. So. But oh, my doing gosh, that, I our think Kim, our Kim East side is showing. <laughs> yeah, sorry, um, but it was it's a good song. I mean, again, they're. I think I look back at every song. I'm like, I like that. I'd listen to that. I'd like that. Uh, but Chlorine was great because that one song kind of encapsulate what they did this album, which is like use different sounds, use different layers. Every kind of verse or every couple of minutes, there was a different direction. And I like that. Um, I mean, and then it, like the next song was like hip hop kind of. Yeah, you know, the yeah. guy kind of like sung slash 
really kind of talked rapped, which he does that sometimes. And I'm not a huge fan. I feel like that's my least favorite uh, type of um, 21 Pilots uh, song is when he kind of just speaks slash sings. Kind of like Anthony Kiedis from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Sometimes he just kind of shouts it out or says it and doesn't actually sing. But, I mean, even that, you know, it kind of all fit together. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't offended by it. I, I certainly liked it. I Normally, if somebody does that, I will call them out immediately. But to me, it felt like less talking and more spitting rhymes and i was okay with it hmm. but yeah that's, yeah and that's what he, he does do that rhyme spitting beats um spit fire spit whole fire yeah no, i mean even and even that he does that well i mean yeah. he i mean he's not a rapper but he knows you know they definitely knows, have their sound they definitely have that hip hop kind of and influence they thing they definitely know how to do it so yeah so um, i think at the end of the day uh bond brothers we recommend uh, no, highly recommend. 21 Pilots, definitely recommend. Highly recommend yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, Cat Power. If uh, that's your thing, check it no, out. No, I would recommend yeah. it to anybody. Well, here's you might you might like it, you might not. You might find something that you do, like I did. Like I'm so. not necessarily going to say recommend it, but I'm going to say check it out. Cause it's I'm plausible. Like, like, look, look, like, give it a shot, see if it's yeah, your thing. Fair enough. It's the, it's the old Mythbusters. Busted, plausible, confirmed. <laughs> this one's, that one is a plausible. Okay, yeah, okay, I like that. Yeah. So... So twenty one pilots confirmed. 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 Whatever that means, but confirmed. Yeah. And then cat power definitely plausible. plausible. And now Trey, that's definitely busted. busted. I don't. I don't know old about Trey. Yeah, that's busted. Old and busted. Um, unfortunately, but uh, you know, maybe next time they'll be a little more creative. Maybe next time. All right. So thanks to all our listeners for tuning in, and uh, as always, uh, keep it up, can, Sweden. Yeah, keep it up, Sweden. <laughs> Do y'all have any do y'all have any fish facts y'all'd like to tune in for Sweden or fish Swedish facts. fans out there? Fish facts. First of all, I hate Swedish fish. I'm sorry. They're, they're just bad. Are they the people who eat the Sirstromig? Huh? Those like super like fermented like sardines or whatever? Yeah, I think that's right. Those are probably good. No, nah, dude, they're... you no? can't there's places that won't let you open them inside the building. Hey, I bring I bring Brussels nah, Brussels sprouts. Do you remember the time he microwaved salmon? Come on. And man. Brussels sprouts. Salmon and Brussels sprouts. They were solid. Everyone's nose. They were solid. And then went into our office and closed the door. I'm just saying y'all are offending our Swedish fans right no, now. No, I want the Swedish fans to know thank you all of our fans. I would love to or anyone that watches or listens, excuse me, here we go with the sense, census again. Thank you because I mean I mean, we have fun, and hopefully you guys have fun listening yeah. to us. Yeah, if it's not fun. too much, and I'm still working on setting up a new email account. So for the moment, you can check, you can send us an email at tomeatsleather at gmail.com. Uh, thanks as always for listening, and until next time, hinga vinga vorgen. Peace. Nice. Yeah, that was probably not racist. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's not Sweden. It'd be Denmark, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be sweet? Whatever. I don't know. It all sounds Swedish to me.